Morning, morning, morning. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, we lie. Amen. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and start off with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture today is Proverbs 30 and 5. And it reads, every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Amen. 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 One thing I want everybody to know is that God will never break a promise. God's not going to let you down. So believe in him when he said he got you, that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Believe in the promise that he, he knows the future for you and that the only thing he wants for you is joy and, future, joy and hope, joy, and future, meaning that you have a future despite what you can see right now you have something coming that will be in a better light than what you're seeing you just got to believe in them amen 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 dead father thank you lord thank you lord for everything thank you lord for the hope thank you lord for the the promises thank you lord for everything that you're doing for us right now lord thank you for bringing us through this week God, right now, we just ask you in the name of Jesus to bless us, help us, guide us, Amen. lead us away from anger, give us great understanding, let us not be confused, and let us be able to know what you really want from us. Amen? Amen. God, just, just bless everybody that's tuning in right now. Bless everybody that might be tuning in later. Bless everybody that's, that's on their way to church. Bless all the ministries that's going around the world. God, we just thank you for all the things that you're doing in general, God. And God, we just ask you right now to just bless us, continue to be with us, and give us the, the discernment to know when it's you and when it's not. And God, just if anybody is sick in the hospital right now, bless them, Lord. Heal them, Lord. Anybody that is going through it right now, let them know that their pain is temporary. Let them know that don't let the pain change them from the joyful person that they are. God, we just thank you and we glorify you. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like always, you can find me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram. Pastor, you can find me at, you can find me at, um, Anointed Jaylon on Twitter, and you can find me at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun on Facebook. Good morning, good morning. Another thing I want everybody to know is you made it another week. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know, last week was long for me. I don't know how it was for everybody else, but it was long. Thank God we ain't got to go to work tomorrow. And I'm just happy. I'm, I'm excited and ecstatic to just see what God brings us next week. And just to bring out an announcement, everybody out there under the sound of my voice, definitely pray for me. Uh, Pastor Jay, Pastor Jay will be going under surgery um, next Monday. So definitely pray for me that everything's successful and I don't have to go through it again. So I'm definitely asking for your prayers and your covering. And yeah. I'm going to go into announcements, but I just wanted to say that. So 
I'll, I'll tell the rest of the announcements. It's Pastor J. Good morning, everyone. This is Lady AJ, and I hope you are having a wonderful morning. If you want to drop me a line, please do so at ladyaj2020 at gmail.com. And this is Coach Hill. You can find me on Instagram at 910coach. And remember, patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. Amen. And another thing I wanted to say is congratulations to the Golden Knights having a win last night. Woo! Man, they've been... A home win. A home win. Amen. You know, that's our partners, and we definitely support them and all of them do. So, go Knights, go, and continue to do great things. Um, one announcement I just wanted to put out there is now that Anointed Radio Network is a 24-hour network, seven days a week, and you have marketing needs, reach us out at lvanointedradio at gmail.com. Um, if you have music needs, I, I see it. I'm just going to say it, and it comes in decency and order. Do not DM us about your music needs. Please email us at lvanointedradio at gmail.com, and we can work out something to get you live streaming on Anointed Radio Network. Yes, you'll be live. Amen. Amen. So, I don't think I got any other announcements. Y'all got any other announcements? Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to to say, I was uh, talking about this in in my class at Rancho High School. Um, shout outs to Christian, the Christian Club of Rancho High School. Is this? Always remember that God got you. You just gotta be obedient. That's one thing uh, I think everybody have to just see is that you know despite how it feels we was talking about Saul you know Saul he 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 took matters in his own hand and thinking that you know oh I could do what I want to do and think that it's cool sometimes people's intentions have negative outcome especially if God didn't tell you to do it amen and it's crazy we was all talking about that because if if you listen to God right the first time you ain't got to do it a second time. So, just wanted to leave that knowledge out there for you. Well, I kind of want to piggyback off that. Oh, yeah, go ahead then. Because uh, lately, I don't, you know, you because know, I'm new to, you know, to I've been attending church, like I said, but I haven't been in it, basically. So, now that I'm in it, I'm starting to see that when God talks to you, you have no filter. You just say and sometimes I might say something now. I'm like, ooh, what did I just say? But if I'm just assuming God put that on my heart right then and there. Mm -hmm. So if he puts it on my heart, he going to make a way. It ain't up to me Same. to figure it out. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be figured out already. Because, you know, if it's God's will, it, it, it'll it happen. Amen. And, you know, if you really look at, look at it, that God ain't going to put nothing on you that you can't do. Amen. And, and that's that's... That's simple. Like, he ain't going to put on to you, like, something that is impossible for you because he already see that you can do it. So, <clears throat> with that being said, I would say I encourage everybody, if God's telling you something that seems out, out of your line, it's not. Just listen, take step by step, and keep him in your, keep your prayers with guidance with him. You know, one thing I always used to say when I used to go through things is God guide my feet because he 
will guide you. You can make the plan, but he's going to guide your feet to go to the places that you need to go, talk to the people that you need to talk to. And usually the person that you're scared to talk to, usually the person that you're kind of intimidated to go, you know, is the place you're supposed to go. You know, because a lot of times we feel like, oh, I can't talk to, you know, let's say you're trying to open a business and you're trying to go talk to this big executive. God already opened the door for you. So you don't have to be scared to talk to him, you know, or you're scared to go back to school because it's been so long. God is already opening the door for you so that you could go ahead and do that. So it's already done. It's already done. So I definitely just say that we're going to go into the mix about that time. And we will see you at 725 where we'll be talking to the lovely Faith Jesse. But right now we're going to go ahead and go into the mix. And I think I'm going to play some Fred Hammond when on his new album. Um, Uncle Fred, what's going on? See you at 
God's pure water. Doris, my soul, when you become a believer, the spirit is made right, but sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hole in it due to things that have happened in the past, hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Some people's actions are not because their spirit is wrong, but it's because the past has left a hole in their soul. May this wisdom help you get over your past and remind you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. I have my sister, Leandria, here. She's going to help me share this wisdom and tell this story. All I seem to do is hurt me, hurt me. Lord, deliver me, cause all Now, the things that hurt you in the past won't control your future. Start
starting now. This is a new day. This is your excellence. You are officially released. Now sing it for me, Leandria. Let's, let's settle down some. We need you to sing this song with us. Listen up, listen up. God of creation, there at the start before the beginning of time. There's no point of
brothers and sisters. <laughs> I want to welcome you back to life. Back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. How can it be? Let's go. But you, but you got a. I feel like real DJ Pastor J right now. Like you. 
Amen, amen. That was Kurt Franklin Love Therapy. Oh, Love Theory. I said Love Therapy. Love Theory by Kurt Franklin. We're about to go into our interview segment, and we have today on the line the lovely Faith Jesse. Everybody, welcome to lovely Faith Jesse. Good morning. 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 I, one thing I wanted to uh, just say is thank you for your great promo video. That was really nice. Yes. I just, oh, yeah, I'm just great. happy that the people at the station were down to help me out. I was like, at first, I was like, can y'all help me do something on my iPhone? And they were like, oh no, we're not going to do that. We're oh, going to do the whole great. thing. <laughs> well, you know, you know the, the the crazy thing is you kind of topped everybody that's ever did a promo video, so you should feel proud about that. True. <laughs> Your team behind you is amazing. The people at the station to help me out. Yeah. Well, we give them a shout out too. Salute to the station because that was that was official. So, going straight into your interview, first tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, uh, well, my name is Faith. I'm from Tampa, Florida. I came to Las Vegas in 2016 to accept the position as a general assignment news reporter, um, which pretty much means I can cover everything. I cover um, crime, to court, to sports, to entertainment. Really, I've become an expert at something in about 30 minutes, <laughs> thanks to Google. Um, and, you know, since I've been here, uh, it's a, I have a family at home. I have a younger sister who's going to high school next year, which is weird. Uh, my little brother's in Atlanta. Both of my parents are pastors in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, and, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of far from them, but they like to come out here to visit me. And it's funny. A lot of people say, your parents are pastors, and they come and vacation in Sin City. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, when they come. It's a whole different experience. Y'all don't understand how we do things out here. So right. you see a lot more when you when my parents come out. Um, so, and I went to school in California, University of Southern California. Shout out to the Trojans. And I'm just enjoying my time here in Las Vegas. It's been great. It's been a lot of fun. That's great. That's awesome. great. So, Faith, what um, you say you co you you cover all types of uh, topics. What is your favorite area to cover? Oh man, you know, I think I've had the most fun covering, uh, and I've never gotten into it before the team came here. But the Vegas Golden Knights, the hockey team, okay. we had hockey in Tampa, but we were more of like Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans football right. and so when I got out here and just the love between the community no matter what your political stance is like people got hyped for this hockey team man right. but the playoffs that was a lot of fun and I never really covered sports like that but other than that I really like to do a lot of stuff you know there's so much negativity in the news True. and it's so nice to highlight uh, good stuff going on in the community right. they had a beautiful celebration for Martin Luther King uh, last year that I covered, and it was so nice. It was just really nice just seeing the happiness going on in the community rather than, oh, this guy got shot up at the 7-Eleven yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. So it's right. nice. So mm -hmm. how long how long have you been on television? Professionally, my first job was in upstate New York, a small town called Binghamton. Shout out to anybody uh, wa or listening in from upstate. Uh, and that was in 2015, okay. I was on TV first in fifth grade <laughs> <laughs> uh, at an HGTV 
place called Enterprise Village, and so they send all the fifth graders. It's like the miniature real world. Mm-hmm. And I got hired as the HGTV host. Oh wow! So I think that was destiny. Yeah. <laughs> that was God showing your calling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so one thing I wanted to just ask is, what made you want to go into broad, uh, doing like TV broadcasting and uh, journalism? Honestly, okay, so I got really involved in high school with our TV production class after they cut our music program. I was I, a violinist since, like, fourth grade, and it was 10th grade, and they were combining the senior, like, people that have played for a long time with the people that had just picked up a violin, and I wasn't down with that. So I went to TV production and um, transitioned that to a broadcast degree in college, or excuse me, a broadcast program in college, and I absolutely hated everything about journalism because I thought it was super, like, sensationalized and making things, spinning things into what they weren't, and I was not down with it at all. So I switched over to public relations, and that's what I got my degree in. About a year into PR, I realized that my passion wasn't in it, and I really wanted to do journalism. I was watching CNN. I think Brooke Baldwin was on, and I was just working. And God told me, he was like, if you want to do this, you can do this. Mm. Like, if you want to do this, you can do this. And I, sure enough, I, from that day forward, I told my parents, I was like, I want to do this. I got involved with the National Association of Black Journalists as a college student. And so I just used my resources. I reached out to a guy on the local television, uh, local NBC, Rod Carter. And I really loved what he was doing, like, locally for the community. I emailed that man about five, six times. <laughs> but he finally got back to me, and that's how I pretty much just got into it. So just looking around and seeing what other people were doing locally in the community and having an impact and not just saying I want to do something, but now having an influence to influence other people to do something for the better, I think that's that's really what I want to do as I go forward in my career. Hey, Faith, this is Coach here. And I was hey, wondering – hey, I was wondering, uh, the quote that you live by, to whom much is given, much is required, can you explain mm-hmm. that to, to, to our listeners? Absolutely. So this is something that my mom would say all day, every day, especially when I came in and complaining about something, right? I'll be have my AP classes, oh, this is too hard, this is too hard, they asked us to do all this stuff, my mom would say, to whom much is given, much is required. And she says it till this day, and it's so true. I mean, no matter how, when you are given a task and you are growing in life, you're growing, maybe it's in your career, maybe it's in just at home, you're going to have challenges that face you. You're going to have more things to do. If you're sitting at home bored, you don't have anything going on. If you're sitting at home with a list of things to do, that means you've been tasked or you've been blessed with this opportunity. So to whom much is given, when you have a lot of stuff on your plate, much is required. You didn't have to have that stuff. You asked for that stuff. You worked for that stuff. And now that you have it, you have to delegate tasks in your head. Or um, I don't know if delegate is the right word. But um, prioritize tasks in your head to get that done. Because at the end of the day, if you weren't giving anything, given anything, you won't be required to do anything. If you are given a lot. You're going to be required to do a lot. And I will say I was Googling something, and it came up, I say to whom much is given, much is required. There was another quote that said to whom much is given, much is tested. 
Mm. And I was like, oh, I felt that because you definitely tested it. <laughs> As we all you get, how do you handle what's put in front of you? Your life is based on how you react to the challenges placing in front of you. Those challenges don't determine your life, but how you react determines how you're going to move forward. Amen. One thing I want to say, especially because you, you brought it up that you grew up as a pastor's child, is what scripture really kept you level while growing up? Um, I will do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, that's something that it seems like, I mean, for Christians, it's like one of those, oh, everybody says that. But it's so true. It is so true. What I can say, I came real, I'm a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, and during that pledging time, I came real close to God. If anybody's in the Greek system, y'all know what I'm talking about. It, it was things you just keep saying it. Like, this seems hard, but I can do all things He strengthens me. Let go and let God. And Amen. you don't, you can tell that to people 10,000 times, but until you experience it for yourself, you don't understand. So I challenge really everyone. Like, if something seems like it is just way too hard and way too stressful, stop trying to do it yourself. Take a deep breath and be like, Lord, help me out. Take this. And he does every single time. Every single time. Amen. And it's just like, Amen. that is something that I have lived in life since I was a kid. And of course, like, I'm not a perfect Christian. Like, I've definitely had my times where I slipped off. But it always brings me back. It always gets to the point where things seem way too hectic or way too confusing. And I have no idea what to do. And I think I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I always do it. Yeah, I always uh, think of that verse whenever I'm a little nervous or scared or I don't know the outcome. Mm -hmm. I just put it in God's hands and know everything's going to be okay. Yes. Well, one thing I, I could definitely say to that scripture, and that was, I think, one of the first scriptures I memorized, is that it makes you realize that you're not limited. You know, when right. you have God, you could do whatever you put your eyes onto that God has in his will, you know, because mm -hmm. a lot of times when we're doing things, you know, sometimes, like you said, we, sometimes we try to take our own measures in our own hands, and God was like, no, nah, I didn't want you to do that, and he'll show right. you quickly, and he'd be like, no, nah, that's not what I want you to do, but when you know God called you to do something, it happens effortlessly, like things yes. that come into place, doors open, everything is on tracks. And the main thing that I love when you're in God's will is stability. Amen. You mm -hmm. know, we all been through there because you said the key word and, and even coming from myself and I'm a pastor that we ain't, well, no, I said it so improper. We ain't, we're, we're not perfect, uh, perfect Christians here. No one is. And we all know we have right. shortcomings and we all have things that uh, have, have, you know, habits and things like that, that is not of God, but. As long as, and I learned this from um, a person a long time ago, as long as you don't turn your back on God, God can still work on you. See, when you turn right. your back on God, he can't work on you because you ain't nowhere close. So right. I definitely say I, I, I encourage the listeners, if they're listening right now, this is some stuff to take notes. You know, we this is a mini church that. right here. Because um, one thing that I think as us as a whole, as Christians, got to start understanding is, you're stressing about stuff you shouldn't stress about because he already told you right there in that scripture, you can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Amen. So mm -hmm. I, I, I definitely 
glad that you brought that up. I'm going right. to stop because I'll start <laughs> preaching. I'll preach later yeah. on just in case y'all want to check me out. Um, another thing I wanted to say is what um, what organization here in town, Las Vegas, that you love to that you love highlighting for what they do in the community and things like that? Yeah, I would definitely say um, my sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. I crossed actually recently in December of 2018. Congratulations! And, uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I I've been involved with um, non-member events since I've been in Las Vegas, and I really loved what the women do. They they have a call to service. Um, or I can say we now, since I'm a part of it. <laughs> we have a call to service and uh, with everything. Uh, I specifically really love working with the youth, um, and we have different targets. One of those is HBC Youth for Life, a call to action, and that's really focused on getting students uh, prepared for their future through education, making sure that they're focused on going to college and not uh, just settling for just the bare bones because they feel like they can't do anything. But saying, no, you can go to Harvard. You can go to Howard. You can go wherever you want. And we're going to prepare you for that. Uh, another thing I think is that uh, it's just that love and that call to service. No matter where you are, the women that I am now sisters with, if you do, I remember I was doing a story on, um, what was it, like a fire that broke out or whatever. And having that mentality of rather than just going and getting interviewed for people, you see a mom and her kids, and they're sitting there, clearly homeless. They don't have anywhere to go. And instead of just putting a mic in their face and being like, well, did you see anything? Saying, hold up, are y'all cool? Like, are you guys okay? Like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? And then we actually were able to get that, uh, with the help of some people, get that family some food, get them contacts to a shelter because she had a – issue that was going on that was much bigger than me getting an interview from her you know what i'm saying right. and just having that mentality uh and i encourage everyone if you are in the las vegas area we do have events that are open to the public to go to aka1908.com and look up the las vegas chapter and get involved amen amen, amen. hey i was reading in your biography that you went to um berlin germany last year mm-hmm. could you tell us mm-hmm. a little bit about that Absolutely. Uh, this was something that was, once again, just a divine thing that happened. Um, I always had an interest in Germany when I went to visit my friend that was a exchange student in high school. My mom was working for Delta when I graduated from college, so I got, what do they say, the kids say, flewed out? Is that <laughs> <laughs> oh. To uh, Berlin. Look, look, look. And this is, this is what God will do, right? Not only did I get to go to, um, I wasn't in Berlin that summer. I was in Stuttgart right after college. He put me first class. Wow. All I paid was $200 for taxes. I was sitting in there with Mercedes executives and people. These were $8,000. And I was a little 18, or how are you, 21 years old? It was amazing. And that trip made such an impression on me. Um, when I was here in Las Vegas, after the, big, the shooting that happened, the massacre on October 1st, there was a man from Germany that was sitting at the desk across from me, and we were just talking, and I asked him, so how did you end up coming here? And he told me about this program. It's called RIAS, Radio in the American Sector. Uh, the German government sponsors this trip 
for American journalists and German journalists to do a cultural exchange program. Mm. I talked to the guy from our station who organized that, and I was like, how can I apply for this? And he gave me the information. He said, I'll let you know, you're kind of young. Usually people that do this program, they're five, six, ten years experience. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm apply anyway. Let's see how it goes. Sure enough, I worked on my application, applied. The guy that interviewed me, you're kind of young. Are you sure you don't want to hold off and do this experience? I know usually and I, uh, when you have more experience, you get more out of the program. And I said, no, I'm okay. I'd like to apply. <laughs> like, I'm going to go, you know. Um, and after the application process, I was able to go over. I think the reason, um, the meat of my application, I really wanted to explore gun reform in Germany. Germany has some of the strictest gun laws in the world, and I wanted to compare it to how we do things over here. I just thought it was interesting, especially given the shooting that happened. And then before I went to Germany, uh, I believe the Parkland shooting happened. There's a couple of other big shootings that happened in America. Um, And I was able to go over there for three weeks for the program. My last week was really diving into the meat of the story, and I did it where I was telling the story through the eyes of German gun owners mm. for once. It was a two-part series. So the first part was an, uh, telling the story through the eyes of a German gun owner. What does she feel? How does this help? Uh, how are German gun laws affecting her life, her family business, their family owns gun shops, a very like pro-gun family. And then the second story was a piece through the eyes of a woman who lost her child in a school shooting in Germany. I wanted to make sure to get both sides. I didn't want it to be skewed to one side or the other side. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that we could see a full picture of how people felt. Um, and so we were able to package up those pieces, got a lot of feedback, and we submitted them to the Emmys. So God willing, we're going to get an award out of that. We'll see. Mm. I heard that. <laughs> Amen. Well, we're going to speak that into existence right now in the yes. name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Well, one, one thing I wanted to say, I think this would be um, last question, is this. For people coming up that want to get into journalism, and they're hearing your story, you know, because now that you're in journalism and you're doing the great things that you're doing, you have people that's coming up behind you that's saying, man, I, I, I want to know the knowledge. I want the mentorship. I want to know what mm-hmm. to do. Um, what would you tell them um, to how to get started and how to stay focused. Absolutely. What you need to do, if you're a laptop person, a pen and paper, I was a pen and paper person, and I wrote down where I wanted to be and who I admired. Um, that first job is the most challenging to get. I didn't even have a journalism degree. <laughs> so it was even more challenging for me. They were like, what were you doing in college? And I was like, I had a different plan. But it wasn't God's plan. And then I finally decided to line up with God's word, and we got there. Uh, But the biggest thing that young journalists have to do is pick some, in my opinion, pick somebody that you admire. Pick two or three people and stay on emailing them. Mine was Beverly White in Los Angeles. She's a longtime journalist for NBC in Los Angeles. I emailed her five or six times, and she helped me. She let me shadow her and things like that. Pick somebody, send emails, tweet, Facebook, and get in touch with them. Have coffee with them. If they don't email you back, know that they're busy. Email them again and express your interest. Don't come to them saying, I want a job. Say, (laughs) 
I admire what you do, and I want to learn more about what you do. Then you establish that relationship with the right person, and they're going to help you get to what you want to do. I've had a couple of young ladies reach out to me, and as they know, I'm slow to respond, but I will respond. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's that adamant, being adamant, not being rude, and knowing what you want before you ask. If you don't know, that's okay, but don't come up pretending like you know what you want because then you look unprofessional. Mm. If you don't know what you exactly want to do, express that. Say, I really am interested in what you do, but I don't know exactly what I want to do. I want to learn more. If you know what you want to do and you already have a plan, cool. Express that. But be, um, don't be pushy. Be appreciative for their time. Admire their work. You know what I'm saying? Don't just come in and say, I want a job. Help me get a job. Because people will be like, ah, that's cute. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, yeah. And then um, one thing is, how can people find you? Oh, okay. Um, Pretty easy. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. My Instagram is the first letter of my first name. So that's S and then Jesse. So S Jesse J E S S I E. I'm most active on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, just my first and last name, Faith Jesse. That's with an I E. And then on Twitter, it's just Faith News Three L V, like Three Las Vegas. Um, and if you Google Faith Jesse Las Vegas, I think I pop up. I think. Uh, but please reach out. I am 100% more than willing to help. And if I don't get back to you on the first, email me again, because I will eventually get back to you, I promise. (laughs) Amen. Amen. One thing I wanted to just say is, like I say to everyone, we thank you for coming on to the show. We really appreciate you. And like we say to everyone, is that once you're on the show, you're like family. So when you're having something that's happening, if if you need us there, if you need us to t- talk about a situation, let us know. We're definitely here to support because us as a body of Christ, we're supposed to be uplifting each other and helping each other. Amen. So Absolutely. I-, I definitely just thank you. Remember that we are here. So if you ever need anything from us, just we're an email, a call away. And um, one last thing I wanted to say is that just keep doing what you're doing. Amen. You know, um, mm-hmm. great things are coming your way, and God is going to open the door, and you just got to stay your eyes to the hills because that is where your strength Amen. is going to come from. So I definitely appreciate you. Is there any anything else that you'd like to leave with us before um, we end the interview? I will just say this, that number one, I appreciate you guys reaching out to me. Because in my head, I'm just this little girl that goes on TV every once in a while that nobody watches. Uh, <laughs> so I appreciate you guys reaching out for me to come in. And I will say this, just for anybody that's listening, because um, it's something that's really encouraged me a lot. If you are uh, confronted with any issues, financial, relationship, work, job, whatever, let go and let God. Mm. It's just, just try it. Even if you say you don't believe in God or whatever, just try it and see if it works because it's worked so much for me and it's just brought me so much peace. And that's that's what I'll say. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, amen. Thank you for being with us and God bless you. And enjoy your Sunday. 
Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Amen. So, one thing I want to just let everybody know, you could be whatever you want to be. You know, and one thing that God was bringing to me is that it's never too late. It is never too late. You could be, I was telling somebody this, I think the other day, um, because, you know, like everyone knows, my 9 to 5 is IT. You know, I'm IT bound, y'all. You know, I've been in IT for almost a decade. Said that kind of slow, but anyway, <laughs> um, one thing I could definitely say is that if you want to try something, if you want to change your career, if you want to really go after it, you weren't on this earth just to pay bills and die. Go after it. If it don't work, at least you tried. But you never know until you try. Amen. And God is not is not going to sit there and be looking at you sideways for trying something because. You might be discouraged in trying something that you've supposed to be doing this whole time. See, the devil wants you to think that you can't do it and that you, you're not destined to do it and that you're not worthy to do it. But guess what? I can tell you right now, the devil is a lie. And despite what he says and all that, what your friends say, and then shout out, let me give you all a secret. What your family say, do what God says. Amen. And you'll see how much better it would be when you go after it. Amen. 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 So going into our outros, I want everybody just to know that I'm going I'm to, I'm with it being Black History Month, I'm going to do something that uh, do an outro that fits the month. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so my, my, my outro. Oh, actually, I forgot. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just about to go to outros. But guess what? It ain't got to stop. Why not? Because at 11 o'clock, what's going on? At Rancho High School, Judah Family Community Church, you could be able to hear a good word for me today. I'm going to talk about what it requires to be a Christian. <clears throat> Real deep topic. And I, I was told by my cohorts here that I'm going to actually start putting my sermons on anointed radio, y'all. So y'all going to be able to hear some words. We might even get some words from other ministers across the world here locally to just be able to put their sermons on live and you could be able to just hear and we might just do sermon thursday oh hello Uh-oh. somebody there you go. so um today we're going to be talking about what it requires to be a christian another thing i want everybody to know if you can't make it physically you could check us out at judah family community church on facebook on our virtual campus and be able to hear the word from there or you could check us out on youtube at judah family community church and see all the sermons now and present. But going into my outro, I just want everybody to remember this main thing. Remember, if you don't remember your past, it tends to repeat. Hmm. Okay. You heard that? That was my grandma. You know all what I'm right. saying? All Big right. mama said that. You know, I had to say that one. Black History Month. Black History Month. Everyone have a wonderful week. And remember... Prepare yourself for success. Mm. And this is Coach Hill. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach. And I just want everybody to know, you are a winner. Amen. Winner. That's all you do is win. Somebody needs to hear it. You are a winner. Don't, don't, don't let nothing stop you from doing what you want to do, like Pastor Jay said. Amen. Amen. We're going to leave out with Sicardi, and we'll see y'all next week.
in a million days and a million nights. Oh, I still remember how your love changed my life. It's not enough words in my vocabulary to express how I feel. And I still pinch myself uh, just to see if it's clear. 